up, guys? Welcome back to the Daily Drives. I'm your host, Jason Fermines. Man, it's a freaking beautiful day down here in Tarpon Springs, Florida. Oh, my God, man. It's just like, I don't think there's a cloud in the sky. It's freaking beautiful. I'm so happy uh, to be around, to be alive, to be able to enjoy this day. Uh, I was on my way to a client's house, and I was listening to a good friend of mine, Kevin Strait, his podcast called Claudcast, C-L-A-U-D-E. Go check him out. Uh, he's brand new, just getting started in the podcast world. He's uh, He, he kind of got a little fire lit under his ass listening to one of my podcasts. So he's out kind of doing the same type of thing, talking about his issues and the, uh, the way that he deals with them on a daily basis. Another perspective, if you will, from somebody who's uh, lived a little bit different life. So you want some more inspiration, some more things uh, to, to listen to, some things to talk about. He's a good guy to listen to. Again, it's, uh, it's Claude Cast, C-L-A-U-D-E. Um, check him out. He's pretty cool. He's very, uh, he's very different, so I think that you'll enjoy it. So um, it got me thinking about what I wanted to talk about today uh, because he was kind of talking about, uh, in the particular episode that I listened to, how he was able to change his perspective and kind of make things better for himself. Um, on a daily basis, and I think that that is a key that a lot of us miss, is how to just enjoy a single day, because we get so busy, you know, we, we get up, we get dressed, we get ready for work, get our showers, we, we do all that kind of stuff, right, Sh- shower, shave, that whole thing, we get the kids ready for the bus, you know, we get them on the bus, we get out the door, barely, most of the time, most of us don't even eat breakfast on the way out the door, you know, we're just, we're just headed out, we'll, we'll get something for lunch, or we'll eat something really terrible, uh, when we get to the office, or whatever the case may be, right? Uh, and then we're we're busy going throughout our day and just doing whatever it is that we're supposed to do, whether it's the job or, you know, cleaning the house, you know, laundry, cooking, cleaning, whatever. Um, and we just get busy in our daily lives, and we just forget to stop and actually enjoy the day. So really what I wanted to talk about today, today's podcast is about a winning day. What does a good day look like? What does a a happy day look like or what does uh an effective or an efficient day look like so we're going to talk just a little bit about how you can make uh, every individual day count for you whether it counts for today or it counts for tomorrow or it counts for six years from now i think that there's a way that we can make every single day a positive day because you know you have Everybody has bad days. Even myself, you know, if you listen to the podcast at all and you've heard me before, uh, you've actually heard me rant about, you know, a, a shitty time that I was having at work. So you know that anybody can have a bad day, right? So the trick is to not have lots of bad days in a row because when you do that, then things just start to seem really negative and you start to get down on whatever it is that's causing the bad days, whether that's your job or your family or whatever the case may be. There's a million things that can cause you to have a bad day, right? Uh, forgot my wallet at home, I got a flat tire on the way to work, or whatever. You know, so many things that can start the day off wrong. So I think the very first point that I want to make is the very beginning of the day, okay? Every single day we wake up with a choice. And that choice is I can say, oh, God, it's morning. Oh, here we go, another day, work and cooking and taking care of kids and cleaning things up, and I got to do this and I got to do that, and... La, 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 right? That's one choice. Or you can wake up and be like, oh, thank God it's morning. I have so many things to get done today. I'm so excited about going out and and just really kicking ass today and getting everything done that I need to get done and making it a good day because that's what we got to do. We got to make it a good day, right? It doesn't come to you that way. You have to create that. That's your world that you're living in. So you have to create the world. And the way that you do that mostly is by perception, you know. Happiness is not a destination, ladies and gentlemen. It is not a destination. It's not a place where you end up. It's a lifestyle. It's a way of living. It's a daily thing that you can do. Happiness. Sounds pretty cool, right? I could be happy every day. Jason, are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Every single day you can be happy. So we start with the first thing in the morning, and let's change that perspective to, oh, my God, it's morning, too. Hell, yeah, here we go, another day. I made it through the night. As silly as that sounds, some people don't. So you made it through the night. You're awake. You're alive. You have another opportunity 
to move yourself in the direction that you want to go. Every single day is a new opportunity. So let's start viewing it that way. Every day, wake up thinking to yourself, today is going to be a good day. Say it to yourself in the mirror, as stupid and as cheesy as that sounds. Look at yourself in the mirror once you're ready to go for the day. You've got yourself, maybe you shower in the morning, and you do all that stuff then. So you get everything ready to go, and I want you to just take five seconds, look at yourself in the mirror, and I want you to tell yourself that today is going to be a good day. Every single day, as cheesy as it sounds, you'll see that if you continue to do that every single day, that your day will actually end up being better than it was before. All right, so let's wake up with the right attitude. That's point number one. Point number two. You have, to have, you have to live with a purpose. You have to have a goal in life. It doesn't matter if you already have a job and you already make enough money or you already have your family, you already have your house and your car and your boat and everything that you need. You still have to have goals, right? There's still something that you want out of life. If not, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> if you already have everything that you could possibly want and you're doing everything that you could dream of doing, well, shit, why are you listening to the podcast anyway? Just for entertainment purposes? Because, you know, if that's the case, well, thank you. I, I'm glad that you find this entertaining. I find it entertaining. Lots of people do. But the point is to really get something out of it. So if you already knew all this, you're already living this, what are you really getting out of it other than the entertainment? So um, with that being said, you want to have goals, right? doesn't matter what those goals are. Let's call them uh, long-term goals for now because – the, uh, the list that I'm about to talk about is going to help you to achieve those long-term goals. Um, so a long-term goal might be, hey, I live in an apartment and I want to buy a house one year from now. One year from now, I want to be ready to buy a house. So what do you got to do to buy a house? A, you got to check your credit, make sure that your credit's okay, uh, that you qualify to buy a house. If not, then you have to start working on that credit. Um, also, you're going to want a down payment, even though there are a lot of programs out there that help people, give you down payment assistance and things like that, especially first-time home buyers. Those kinds of things, they're available for you, but if you have money, if you have money in your bank account, you have liquid assets that you can use to help you with the buying of a home, you're going to get a lot more attention from brokers and mortgage, uh, mortgage companies, from realtors, things like that. So they're going to be a lot more willing to help you if you've got your shit ready to go. If you're ready to rock, they want to help you because they know that they got a sale coming. And all too often, you know, realtors deal with, uh, with customers who are not even close to being ready to buy a home yet. You know, they think that they're ready, but their credit's in the toilet. Uh, they don't have any money. Uh, you know, their job time isn't that great. So there's a lot of things going against them. So if that's you, then you have, you have work to do, right? So let's say, once again, you live in a house or you live in an apartment and you want to buy a house in one year, okay? Uh, your credit's a little bit shy. You've got a couple of collections you need to pay off. And, you know, maybe you need to get some credit cards because you don't have enough revolving credit. Uh, something like that. So step one, you check your credit, that kind of thing, and then you start working on that. Now, it sounds like a lot of work, right? Working on the credit, saving the money, all this stuff. You can't do that in one day. It's impossible. You can't get all of that stuff done in one day. The credit score is not going to go up overnight. Well, I mean, it can in some cases, but it's not going to get to where you need it to be overnight, more than likely. So what you need to do is create a list a list of critical tasks that you need to do every single day to help you to get to that goal. One really good example. On the list, you could put you could put on that list check my credit. Right? So that's the first thing on your power list, on your on your critical task list. That's the first thing that you're going to do. So you wake up, you check your credit, you see where you're at, right? Based on that, you're going to make a plan, and you're going to say, all right, I've got $2,000 in old collections that need to be paid off, okay? Let's say you have 10 different um, companies that you owe $200 a piece to, right? You pick out the newest ones, and you pay those off first because that's going to have the largest impact on your credit score. So you pick out the newest ones, and you start figuring out when you're going to pay those off, all right? And you're going to set down a budget. you got to, you got to budget your money and everything, so... Maybe the other thing on your power list is to create a budget. If you don't already have one in place, then you should. So you, should need, you need to create your budget. So that's the, the second thing, right? Let's work on the budget. Let's see what we've got coming in, what we've got going out, what we've got left. And that stuff that we have left 
needs to be, you know, moved in a position where it can help you to buy the house later down the road. So in other words, instead of going out and buying pizza, okay, you're going to leave that money in the bank or you're going to stick it in the savings account, right? That way, that's money that's going toward that home purchase in one year. So on the power list so far, on the uh, critical task list so far, um, we, have, we have checking the credit and we have creating the budget, right? Well, let's add three more things here, okay? Three more things. So those two things have, have to do specifically with the goal that you have, okay? The other three things should have to do with something else. For example, um, personal development. Maybe you need to read more. You don't read books very often. Maybe you should read books about, not just about, uh, you know, uh, Harry Potter, okay? Maybe you should read a book that has a little bit more to do with your goal. So maybe you should go to the library and find books about planning for a house building or a house buying. Or maybe you could get a book that is about saving or budgeting or credit. All those things will help you to gain knowledge, and that should be on your power list every day your critical task list, your win-the-day list, your prize fighter list, whatever you want to call it, all right? That's going to be on your list every single day. So every day, maybe 30 minutes of reading. That's for your personal growth and development. Another thing that you should have on there is something to do with your health. For example, maybe you don't go to the gym. Maybe you don't exercise at all. You should add 30 minutes to 60 minutes of exercise every single day. That needs to be on your list because that is having to do with your health. That's going to keep you around to be able to enjoy that house longer, right? So that's personal growth and development right there. Every single day you should have something on that list to help yourself to grow as an individual, all right, and this, this, the, the way that you do this is you really have to self-analyze. You have to take a look at your life and see where you're, where you're really excelling, the things that you're doing awesome at, and then the things that you're kind of dropping the ball on. And those things that you're dropping the ball on might be the things that you want to put on the power list, right? Maybe they're not. Maybe you're dropping the ball on web design because you're not a good web designer and you need someone else to do that for you. Well, maybe instead on your list, instead of design my website, Maybe it's reach out to five people and get prices or quotes on, on uh, them taking care of your website for you, you know. So either way, you've got something on the list that's helping you to move toward that goal. You need a better website for your business or whatever, okay. So now we have two more things, reading a book and exercise. So that's four things. You really want to have five, okay. So the fifth thing uh, might, you might want to make the fifth thing a little bit more about um, strengthening relationships or enjoying something that money can't buy. So, for example, maybe you don't spend a lot of time with the kids. You feel like you do, but you don't really spend time with them. Maybe you should go outside and you know, play in the yard with them for a half an hour, an hour, or whatever. Maybe you need to you know, take the kids fishing or something, but, but you should do something with your kids every single day for a couple of reasons. Number one, it promotes that, that relationship of honesty and trust and sharing, right? You want your kids, when they're 17 years old and they're thinking about possibly having sex, you want them to be able to come to you and comfortably talk to you about that situation, don't you? You want to know that that's going on in your kid's life so you know how to, to safely move your kid to the next, the next phase of their life, Right? Um, maybe they're having a problem with a, a bully at school. If you're playing with them every day, you're talking to them every day, you're interacting with them every day, you're building a trusting relationship so that they can come to you with those problems. And I know that you want that because all too often kids are like, ah, dad doesn't have time for that or mom doesn't have time for that. I don't want to bother them with this. They've got so many other things going on, right? So maybe that should be the fifth thing that's on your list to grow that relationship. So... We are currently 11 minutes from our first stop. So the car is now in gear. We're going to head that direction. Um, so I'm going to give you about 5 to 10 more minutes um, of points on this, and then we're going to take a short break, and then I'm going to come back up, and I'm going to wrap this thing up for you. But uh, once again, 
what we're trying to do here is we're trying to create a good day. We're trying to create a good day. So the first thing, again, I'm going to reiterate, we start out by appreciating the day that we have in front of us, okay? Instead of always being like, oh, you know, I got all this stuff to do, or, oh, it's, it's raining, or it's snowing outside, which I don't have that problem anymore, uh, you know, all these things that are stacked up against me today. I don't, I don't like this. This sucks. Whatever. We're going to change that attitude, and we're going to look at every single day as a winning opportunity, an opportunity to have a good day. And the best way to have a good day is to start out by telling yourself that today is going to be a good day. You're, it's almost like you're convincing yourself, right? And the next thing that you're going to do is you're going to decide what, what your goals are. What are my goals? What do I want to accomplish in the next six months? What do I want to accomplish in the next six years, right? And based upon those goals, you're going to break those down to daily tasks that you need to accomplish to get you to that point, something that you can do every single day. Now, the first two things, A, pull the credit, and B, uh, create a budget, those can be done once and one time only. Now you've got to put something new on the list. Right? Once you've checked those off, they're done. You don't have to do them every day. So now you need two more things that are moving you toward that goal. All right? Now, that might be um, I need to set up a savings account, a separate savings account to put all the money that's going to be put as a down payment for the house. Okay? Once again, that's a one-time task. Once it's done, it's done. Now you need to put something new on there for the following day. Right? So it doesn't have to be a task that you do every single day, the same thing every single day. Just make sure that it's there. Make sure that you have five things that you need to get done for the day. Make sure at least two of those things are moving you towards your goal. Okay? Now, if that means that you have to, you know, call people and talk to people who are in the position, who have been in the position, uh, who are going through the same things themselves, great, fine, do it, right? If that means you need to listen to podcasts talking about buying a house, you know, the do's and don'ts, the pros and cons, that kind of thing, then do that. Do it every day, every day, half an hour, 45 minutes, listening to a podcast, or pick up a book. And I'm talking about a book that's going to help you, not, not a novel, although... That could be part of your personal growth and development. Reading is a good thing. It expands vocabulary, and it helps with uh, comprehension. It helps with being able to communicate with people. There's a lot of good things that reading can do for you, just general reading. Even though you might be reading Harry Potter and it's all fantasy stuff or whatever, that's fine. It's fine. Just make sure that you're still working on your goals in the meantime. All right, the other thing that we talked about, um, was, you know, personal development and strengthening relationships and enjoying things that money can't buy, like spending time with your kids. Or if you live in Florida, going to the beach. You know, some beaches, they have parking where you've got to pay, like Fort DeSoto, and then other beaches, you don't have to pay a dime, right? Indian Rocks. Uh, St. Pete, there's a lot of places where you can go and enjoy the ocean, enjoy the sand, enjoy the water, whatever, without having to spend any money. Gas to get there, right? Enjoy watching the sunset or watching the sunrise. That's something that money can't buy. And it's, it's a scene that is um, majestic. You know, when you, when I stand on the edge of the earth is what I call it. When you're on the beach and your feet are in the sand and, and in the water at the same time, to me that's the edge of the earth. When I look out and I see that enormous ocean, right, that you can't even see to the other side of, all you can see is water as far as you can see. That to me makes everything else in my life seem so small. All my problems seem so much smaller in comparison. You know, all the, the difficulties of the day just kind of wash away with the sand when I stand on the edge of the earth. And maybe it doesn't do the same thing for you. 
you know. I know a lot of my friends are in the Hocking Hills area in Ohio. It's freaking beautiful out there, man. It doesn't cost you a dime to go out there and walk around and just enjoy nature. Maybe you're not an outdoor person, all right? So if that's the case, then there's other things that you can enjoy that aren't outdoors, that money can't buy. And once again, spending time with your kids is one of those things. But again, we get so busy, so wrapped up in our daily lives and what we're doing from one minute to the next that we we completely forget about the things that we have in our lives that can seriously make a huge difference if we would just pay attention to them. You know, we take a lot of things for granted. And it's almost sad, really. You know, I talk to people here in Florida who have lived here their entire lives and maybe go to the beach maybe once every few months. I'm like, damn, do you just not like the outdoors? So we're almost to our first stop. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up now. Um, uh, I'm not going to wrap it up, actually. We're going to come back. We'll go over a few more points. In the meantime, um, I'm going to pick out a really cool song for you to listen to, and then we'll talk here just a few bit, uh, for a little bit more here in just a few minutes, okay? Talk to you soon. All right, so that was Break by 8 Pound Pressure out of Columbus, Ohio, from their album, Volume 1, The Awakening. If you haven't heard those guys yet, man, oh, why? <laughs> They've been around for a long time. Brandon and the guys are all awesome human beings, just great, great people and fantastic musicians. And if you're into hard rock music you and you and you are in the in Ohio at all, you have to get to an eight pound pressure show. You gotta watch these guys. They're fun to see. Uh they're a great band. The music is awesome and they're really going places. I wanna see them really excel. So if you've never heard of eight pound pressure, they're online all over the place. They're on Facebook, they're on Twitter, all the social media, Reverb Nation, all that good stuff. They're on YouTube. You can buy the album on iTunes. Uh, and anywhere else, you know, Google Play, anywhere you download music, you can go buy it. So 8-pound pressure, the number 8LB as in 8-pound, and then pressure, duh. So 8-pound pressure, go check them out. I hope you enjoy it. So, um, and again, Columbus, Ohio, uh, by way of Lancaster, <laughs> if you will. Uh, so, man, I hope those guys are kicking ass right now. Um, anyway, so last time I, when I left you, um, we basically have been talking about how to have a good day, how to create a good day. Creating a Good Day 101. I don't even know what I'm going to name this damn podcast yet, but uh, it'll be something along those lines. We talked about, number one, the first step is to wake up with the right attitude. All right? The right attitude is today is a new opportunity to advance myself. Whether it's, you know, it doesn't matter what your goals are. It doesn't matter what you're doing with your life. Either way, every day is a new opportunity to advance yourself one way or another. So wake up with the right attitude. It's not a punishment, right? Being alive is an awesome thing. You made it through the night. Congratulations. So number two, have goals. And based on those goals, you're going to create a power list. You're going to create a list, a critical task list to help you to get done, uh, get those things done, get, get moved toward the goal that you have for yourself. Example, if you wanted to buy a house, you know, um, you had credit, you had savings, you had budget on there. Once you've got all those things done, they're done. It's time to create um, a new a new thing, a new task for you to do every day. Let's say since you're trying to buy a house anyway and you need to save money, maybe you eat at the office every day. Maybe you're going out to eat every single day uh, when you're at work, right? If that's the case, maybe you should put on your power list, pack a lunch. Pack a lunch for work. Pack some snacks. Pack some waters. Whatever, right? And that's going to do two things for you. Number one, it's going to make sure that you always have food every day. And number two, which is, which is extremely important, okay, you got you to eat, all right? I don't care if you're overweight. I don't care if you're underweight. I don't care if you're perfect. Either way, you got to eat every day. We're human. That's part of it. It's the way it is, all right? So, um, and then in addition to, you know, being able to eat every day, you're saving money. For example, if you spend $7 a day, maybe a couple of dollars you're buying uh, a water on your way to work, and with $5, you're going and getting stuff off the dollar menu at McDonald's, right? So $7 a day, you're spending for lunch. And you do that five days a week. 
Most of us work five days a week. So that's $35 a week that you're spending on food. Now, if you were to take that money and stuff it into your savings account instead and have a packed lunch every single day, in one year, if you work 52 weeks, you will have saved $1,820. Dude, two grand. You got two grand sitting in the bank because you packed a lunch every single day. Put it on your list. If you're trying to save money, put that on your list right now. And then what happens is a month, two months, maybe three months down the road, you're so used to packing your lunch every day, you no longer need to put that on your list because it's now a habit. Some people t- say that it takes like seven weeks to, to create a habit, uh, you know, seven weeks of repeating the same activity over and over again to create uh, a habit. Well, I don't know what the time frame is. I think it's longer. I think it's shorter, just depending upon the person, you know. So it doesn't matter. When you see that, you're, you see that every single day you, you've created this part of your routine where you're just packing a lunch every day and you're not even thinking about it, that's now a habit. You can take that off your power list and put something new on there in its place. You always want to have five things. You never, want to, you never want to go without, right? So you always want to have those five things. So maybe you're a smoker and you want to quit smoking. And I'm going to do a whole new segment all on quitting smoking because I've been there. I've done that uh, a few different times, actually. So I know how difficult it is, and I have a lot of really good tips for you. So I might do something. But in the meantime, if you're a smoker, it might be a good idea to quit for a couple reasons. Number one, and most important, your health. That shit causes cancer and a bunch of other health problems, right? So you kick those, and it's going to, to allow you to be around the world a hell of a lot longer, more than likely. At least it increases your chances and decreases your chances of getting things like lung cancer, throat cancer, skin cancer, all that type of stuff, right? I'm not saying it's never going to happen. It's, it could still happen, but at least it reduces the risk. And that's pretty cool. I, anything that you can do to reduce the risk is better. Um, and now the other thing, though, the other, the other big benefit of quitting smoking is the money. Holy shit. I'd say the average right now, if you live in Ohio or Florida, is about 7 bucks a pack. All right? Um, if that's the case and you're a pack-a-day smoker, there's another, man, and that's seven days a week. That's $49. $49 a week if that's all you smoke is a pack a day and your cigarettes cost you $7 a pack. Then if you stuff that money in your bank account, that's going to award you $2,548 for the year. Plus the 1800 that we already talked about earlier, now you're sitting on $4,400 in, in savings that you didn't have before because you're A, healthier, B, eating better food. You're not eating that garbage at McDonald's every day or Wendy's or whatever else. Now you're eating food, maybe leftovers from the night before. And that's what I used to do when it came to packing a lunch, man, is back in the single days when I was single, I would... I would make enough food uh, for my dinner for four people because y'all know I could eat like two easily. I would eat half of that. I would take the other half to lunch uh, to work the next day for my lunch. Well, there I had a microwave so I could easily walk into the break room, pop something in the microwave and, and warm it up. Now my office is literally a car, a 2016 Ford Focus, and, <laughs> and I don't have a microwave in this thing. Uh, I mean, it comes with Bluetooth and a couple of other things, but a microwave is not one of the things that it came with. So, unfortunately, um, my food has to be cold every day. But that's okay because I found a way, I can find a way to make it work, uh, and I need to. So, that's on the list, right? So, we're trying to save for a house, so we put that on our, our, our task list. It becomes a habit, and, and we continue to work on that list every single day. Now, if you're crossing everything off on your list every single day, dude, you're winning the day. You're winning. You're kicking ass. Even if something else screws up, um, you get a flat tire on the way to work or on the way home from work. You forgot your wallet at home. I talked about this earlier because it's happened to me. Um, <laughs> you know, um, you got a, a sick kid at home. If you knock those five things out, all of those things, yes, they still matter, but they don't seem as crucial. They don't seem as negative to you now because you've moved the chain. You've gotten closer to that first down, to that touchdown, to whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. You've gotten closer to that goal by accomplishing those five tasks that you have to do on a daily basis. Wake up with the right attitude, have goals, and make a list that helps to move you toward those goals. Those are three immediate ways, that you, things that you can start doing today to make sure that you have a good day. 
all right? The other thing that we talked about doing is enjoying things that money can't buy. Every single day, that should be something that you do, is enjoy something that money can't buy. Time with the kids, time with the wife, time with the husband, uh, time with your friends, whatever. Maybe you like to go on a hike. Maybe you do things inside. Maybe you like to do woodworking. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is that you enjoy that money can't buy, enjoy that. Because all too often we take things for granted, the things that are free especially. You know, if somebody all of a sudden said that you have to start paying for oxygen, all of a sudden we wouldn't take it for granted. But when you're just walking around breathing in the air, you don't think anything of it. Right? Hopefully you're enjoying that every day anyway. But my point is really enjoy. Spend time enjoying the things that money can't buy. You like the sunrise? You like the sunset? Whatever, you know, maybe you just like to watch birds. I don't care. Maybe you like collecting stamps. Whatever it is that you do, you know, play guitar, write a song, you know, whatever you want to do, man. Just make sure that you're enjoying something that money can't buy. It's very, very important. Don't take things for granted. Some things are, are around today and won't be tomorrow, but you don't know that yet. Don't take anything for granted. So another thing that you can do to make sure that you have a good day is have goals for your personal development, like reading, exercise, have the right diet. You know, if you need to put those things onto a list so that you're, you're working towards those things every day, then do it. You know, if exercise is one of the things that you don't do, then put that on your list until it becomes a habit. And then change it with something else. Like maybe, like I have on my list, learn one new exercise today. I always, every day, learn one new exercise because it's going to help me when I'm training other people. And it helps me right now because it's given me uh, uh, an exercise that I can do that I haven't done before that's maybe hitting uh, the muscles at a different angle than I've ever hit it before, that kind of thing. So it's a, a personal development thing for me and a personal growth thing for me. Um, one more thing that I can tell you that you should do on a daily basis, slow down. Slow down, man. We are so wrapped up in the daily happenings of life. We get into a routine where, man, we just don't do a great job at enjoying what we actually have. Okay? So my next point is turn negatives into opportunities. Turn losses into opportunities. Make something positive of it. Okay? When you lose out on something, you, uh, you missed out on a promotion. Right? You were up for a promotion at work. They took somebody else over you. Maybe that person was more qualified. Maybe they've been there longer. Maybe whatever it is. Right? So what you want to do at that point, instead of being all pissed off that you got passed up for the promotion, you want to talk to the, the guy that makes the decision and you want to find out what you could do to be considered for that promotion next time that it comes around. Jason, it might be 10 years before that promotion comes back around. doesn't matter. Are you going to be there in 10 years? Are you going to be working the same position in 10 years? If so, then I would invite you to seriously consider the possibility of actually finding out what you could do better or what you didn't do or what you could have done differently to get that promotion. I've been here 10 years. That promotion is probably not going to come up for another 10 years. I'm not worried about that right now. You should be. If that's one of your goals is to be promoted at work, then you need to find out what it takes to get promoted. Why did that guy or girl get the job over you? Why? What did they do? What are they doing that I'm not doing? How are they more valuable than me? And then figure that out, and then that is part of your power list now. Now that's a goal that you have. I want to get that promotion next time. I want to make myself more valuable to my company. How can I do that? Do I need to improve my social media uh, awareness? Do I need to improve um, on my customer service skills? Do I need to be a better closer? Do I need to do more, get better at sales? What is it that I have to do? Find out what that is. 
and turn that loss into an opportunity, an opportunity to better yourself, an opportunity to actually get that promotion next time that it comes around. Or you may actually put yourself in a position to take a different position within the company or within another company. Maybe by making yourself more valuable to your company, you can make yourself more valuable to similar companies. And you don't even have to work for that guy anymore. Now you can go work for somebody else and you've got the promotion right out of the gate. But that's not what most people do, man. Most people, they come home, they're pissed off. They're pissed off because they didn't get that promotion. And they have absolutely no idea why they didn't get it because Joe, the guy that got the promotion, isn't half as great at his job as I am. So that's what most people do. They bitch, they moan, they complain. And then instead of improving their performance at work, guess where it goes? It goes down. That's right. goes down. Now let's be honest. If your performance at work goes down after you got passed up for a promotion, what does that say about your attitude and your work ethic? You know, all you're proving at that point is that you think you're better than everybody else. You know? You think that they made the wrong decision. And I'm just telling you right now, if you're going to sit around and tell your corporate boss that, you're, that they're making the wrong decision, you're on your way out anyway. They don't want to hear that. They don't give a shit what you have to say in most cases. Right? So, um, I have a call coming in i got to take, so we're going to take a real quick break. I'm going to let you enjoy one more 8-pound pressure song. Those guys are awesome, man. I, I, uh, I'm glad that I remembered them. For some reason, it just popped up in my, my feed this morning. And I said, you know what, I'm going to add an eight-pound pressure song uh, to one of my episodes. And right before I started hitting this record button for the second time, for the second segment here on this episode, I was like, oh, yeah, eight-pound pressure. So I put them on there. I'm going to give you one more uh, for for you to listen to. Jesus, talk, Jason. I'm going to give you one more song from them to listen to, and uh, and then I'll be right back, okay? It was Goodbye from Eight Pound Pressure. Same record, uh, Volume 1, The Awakening. Man. Good stuff. I tell you, that sounds just like Zach Wilde's band, Black Label Society. If you've ever listened to Black Label Society, tell me if that last song doesn't remind you of, of Zach Wilde on the on on the vocals, man. It's freaking cool. Uh, dude, 8-pound pressure. Those, those guys are awesome. So uh, go check them out. Make sure that you download... Uh, make sure you download that record, Volume 1, The Awakening, because it's some good stuff. Those are just a couple of tidbits of a couple of different songs from that record. And if you like anything of what you heard, there's a lot more that they have to offer for you. So definitely go check them out and follow them on social media. Those guys are awesome. And I'd really like to see them, um, you know, touring with a band like, say, Starset or someone um, also from Columbus that, you know, has a huge, huge following now. And to, I'd like to see those guys really break out. I think that they deserve it. They've worked their asses off over the years. I mean, we're talking a couple of decades of work here. Um, from Brandon and the guys. But anyway, so great song. Uh, go check them out, man. That was uh, The first song was Break. The second song was Goodbye, uh, both from 8 Pound Pressure. Really, really good stuff. So I left you guys talking about, uh, I had a call coming in, and, uh, and I missed it. I had to end up calling back with no big deal. So, um, but when I left you guys, I was telling you that um, most people, when they they lose something, they lose their fucking mind, and, and they think that, you know, things should have gone differently and that kind of thing. Um, and, and a lot of times, they dwell on that. Man, people, we dwell on things all the time, just way too often in society. We just dwell on something. And what do I mean by that? I mean something that happened four years ago. If you're still sitting around bitching about that, man, it's time to move on, dude. It's time to get over it, right? If um, you're an ex-wife, <laughs> why am I even being careful? If you're my ex-wife and you're st- still uh, sitting around posting bullshit about me on Facebook that's not even true, um, obviously it's time for you to grow up and move on. You know, get past it. It's over. It's done with. It is what it is. 
you know, you were treated like shit during the marriage or whatever, um, you know, or, or during the post, during the divorce or, or post-divorce or whatever it is that you're pissed off about, get over it, move on. There's nothing that, that dwelling on that is going to do for you except continue to feed your hate and your anger and continue to make you a miserable person. Quit dwelling on things, man. Get over it. Move on. All right? Whatever has already happened has already happened. It can't unhappen. Right? You can't. There's no time machine. And if there was, it wouldn't do you any good anyway. You know? So forget about it. It's not happening. It's done. It's over with. Move on. Let it go. Just let it go. That promotion, you got passed up. Let it go, man. Why did you get passed up? It's a great thing to find out. You want to ask the boss. Don't, don't be afraid, man. And the reason why you want to ask, and, and if your boss asks you why you're asking, then tell him. The reason why I want to know why I didn't get that promotion is so that I can do a better job next time and maybe actually get considered for it. Because that's my goal is to move up in this company. Do you think that your boss is going to dislike you or disapprove of that question because of, of your intention? I, I seriously, seriously doubt it. And if they do seem annoyed by the question or they do seem like maybe they don't want to answer the question or you're asking is, is just rude, then you might want to consider who you're working for anyway. I mean, did they really pass you up for the promotion because... You're not, the, you're not the best fit, or did they really pass you up for the promotion because they wanted their buddy in that spot? You know, and don't use that as an excuse, all right? Don't let that be your excuse. Oh, they're, they're good buddies. That's why he got the promotion over me. No, 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 no. If that's the case, then fine, but you need to find out for sure that that is the case. You need to find out what it is that you didn't do or what it is that you could do better. That is turning a loss into an opportunity. An opportunity to be better, not just for yourself, but for your company. And not just for your company, but for another company, should you ever decide to look somewhere else. Right? What's wrong? What's wrong with doing better at work? If you're in, let's say, customer service, maybe you don't do a very good job at handling customer complaints. Maybe that's an area where you need to get better. And if that's the case, then there's many, many, many books on the market that you could pick up and read to help you to be better with dealing with complaints or dealing with difficult situations or getting people to do the things that you need them to do, right? There's Stephen Covey, there's Tony Robbins, there's Keith Harrell, there's so many authors out there, Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, tons of books that guy's written, and and. There's so much information out there to help you with your position. No matter what it is that you do, whether you, you grow flowers for a living or you're in sales, there's so many books about sales and how to be a good salesperson and things like that that you can't buy them all. Didn't matter. I don't, I don't care how much money you have. You can't buy all those books. <laughs> there's so many of them out there. So pick one up. You know, learn something. Right? Maybe you, you want to find a mentor. You know, maybe you should go digging into some podcasts like I did. Maybe you should, you know, go to some sales seminars and, and sales schools and things like that and, and just kind of sharpen the tool a little bit. Right? If you're in sales. If you're growing flowers, maybe you should learn some different flowers. Maybe you should learn more about the flowers that you're growing. I don't know. I don't know what you do for a living. I can tell you this much. I am now in Pasco County, Florida. <laughs> Look that up. That'll be fun for you. Pasco County, Florida, P-A-S-C-O. Just a little, a little fun treat for you. So uh, turning losses into opportunities. So things that you would normally view as negative, if you could turn those into a positive, and there's a way to do it. Every single negative thing that you can think of there's a way to turn it into a positive. I don't care how negative it is. All right? I know a guy who lost a son when he was very, very young. And he has turned that into a positive. How's that positive, Jason? How could that ever be positive? That's the most horrific thing I could possibly imagine happening to me, losing one of my children. Yes, 
You're right, it is. He uses that as an opportunity to tell his story and to help people who are struggling with the same thing. Other people have lost their children too. And he reaches out to those people and he talks to them so that they know that they're not alone. So something good came out of it. Even though it was, it's a more horrific event than you could possibly even fathom. I could never even imagine what it's like to lose one of my children. But this guy, man, he's out there making it happen every single day. So you can turn every negative into a positive. You just have to find that silver lining. And if you're having a hard time finding that silver lining, then I would definitely invite you to look for people who are good at finding the silver lining. Make them your mentors. Talk to them. Let them talk to you. If they're famous, fine. Go to their YouTube, their YouTube channel. Subscribe. Go to their podcast. Subscribe to that. You know, pick up some of their books. Whatever it is, man. You've got to find a way to turn every negative into a positive, and it can be done. I do it every single day. Every single day. And I'm not special. <laughs> I am not. Let's make no mistake. I'm not superhuman, okay? I was born on this planet just like the rest of you. On a cellular level, we're really not that much different, you and I. And if we are different in any way, it's because we've chosen to be. We've made that decision to be different. And that's what you have to do. You have to make the decision to turn negatives into positives. Okay, so let's wrap this up. How do we have a good day? Number one, wake up with the right attitude. Number two, have goals and create a list to help you to move towards those goals. Check everything off on that list every single day. If you get three out of five, you still win, right? If you get three out of five things done, then you still had a good day, even though the other two things didn't make it. But... Do your best to get all five. Get all five every single day. And if you don't, don't sit around and make excuses. Don't look at something and check it off the list and go, well, I didn't really have time to do that today. No, leave it unchecked. Do not check it off the list. Do not cross it off the list unless it was actually completed. And this is not, these are not things that you're going to have to spend all day doing, right? Packing lunch can take you 7, 10, 12 minutes, right? So there's one thing done in, in less than a half an hour. 30 minutes of exercise, 30 minutes, done. Less than an hour, you got two things off your list already. You only got three things left to go. The other things might take five minutes apiece. Less than two hours of your day, you're done with your entire list and you've won. You've got a reason to celebrate. You've got a reason to call today a good day. And that's what we're looking for is to call today a good day. Today's a good day. Why was today a good day? Well, I didn't get that promotion, but I did find out why. And my boss told me that my sales numbers are a little low in comparison to Joe who got the promotion. So if my sales numbers go up, then I might get an opportunity to get that promotion next time or at least put myself in a position where my company is going to have a much better chance of considering me next time or considering me for other promotions because they see that I'm willing to work my ass off to do what it takes to accelerate in the company. That says a lot because most people do dick. Most people work harder to get away from working than they do if they would just actually sit there and do their freaking job. And I know because I've done it, I've dealt with it in every single position I've ever held, every single one. No matter how big or small the company is, that's always the case. Don't be that guy. Be that 1%, that 2%, those two people out of, out of 100 that want to accelerate their career. And show that by asking why you got passed up. Use that as an opportunity to better yourself, to better your situation in your career, right? So turn your losses into opportunities. Make them wins instead. Enjoy something that money can't buy every single day. Don't take things for granted. It's too easy to do. Slow down in your life. Notice the things that are going on around you, right? Talk to your spouse. Don't just sit there and play games on your phone. Put the phones down for a few minutes and talk. At dinner time is an awesome opportunity to talk to the entire family. Everybody, 
Make dinner time your let's chat time. It's a phone-free zone. The dinner table, no electronics. Let's put them down. Let's put them on their chargers and set them aside. Let's all get to the dinner table and let's just have a nice family meal and, and we can talk about our day, how our day went. The good things, let's try, to, let's try to stay positive. If you hear somebody with a complaint about their day, then you look for a way to turn that into a positive so that you can teach your kids how to do the same thing so that they live a, happy, a happier life. Because, again, that's what it takes to be happy. Happiness is not a destination. It's a lifestyle. It's a daily way of living. It's a choice, a choice that you make every day to be happy, to have a good day. Teach your kids how to do that, and I'm telling you, down the road, it's going to pay off. That's about all I got for you today, guys. So um, I want you to ask me questions about this. If maybe I didn't touch on enough for you, uh, you have other questions, shoot me an email. The email is very easy. It's dailydrivespodcast at gmail.com. Send me a message. Let me know what your question is. Let me know some feedback. It's helping you. It's not helping you. Maybe you have an idea uh, for a topic that you want me to discuss because you need to know some things about it or it's a topic you know a lot about and you want to give me some advice. Um, you want to give me advice on, on any of the, the, the topics that we've discussed in the past. Um, whatever it is, send me an email. I want to talk to you. I want to get you involved in my podcast. I want other people to know that they're not the only ones listening and that they're not the only ones benefiting and that they're not the only ones that might have questions. So let's make this thing huge. Let's reach as many people as we can. Continue to share the podcast if you can. Please leave me reviews if you can. And, you know, please give me ratings on iTunes and things like that. I really appreciate those things. And more importantly than anything, share the podcast with a friend. Let somebody know that it exists and that it may be helpful for them. And if it's not their thing, hey, no big deal. You tried. I'm not mad about that at all. It's not for everybody. All right? Some people are making $100 million a year, and they have the happiest, uh, most prosperous life they could possibly have. They don't, probably don't need me most of the time. But every once in a while, even still, people are going to have bad days. And it's not, bad, uh, it's not a bad idea to listen to somebody who's got a really positive outlook on life, such as myself. So share the podcast, and, and please... Do me a big, big favor. Do yourselves a big, big favor. Until I talk to you the next time, take care of yourselves. You hear me say this at the end of every podcast. Take care of yourselves. I mean physically, emotionally, mentally. Take care of yourselves and be good to each other. Don't be a dick. You know, when you're done with your grocery cart at the grocery store, take it back to the cart corral. Put it in there so you're making somebody else's life a little bit easier and you're not dinging up somebody's car, all right? So be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Don't be a dick. I'll see you guys later.